1: of rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market
0: really riley really riley really riley really riley really riley really <laughs> riley are you running?
1: this is the really riley podcast
0: Woo! Hello, beloveds! Happy Tuesday! Welcome back to Really Riley, my little corner of the world where I like to talk about all things real, Riley. I like to hit the lines between where I make you laugh, I make you cry, and sometimes I make you go, "What the f- did that girl just say?" Those are my favorite. Um, I'm excited today because usually I say Wednesday is my new favorite or is my favorite day of the week because that's Ask Riley, um, but I might have a new favorite days of the week because. I got a new feature for y'all that I'm very stoked about. So fun factoid about me when I was in terrestrial radio for a very long time, it was my job to report uh, entertainment. I am so chock full of useless fucking celebrity information. It's not even funny. I wish they would have a game show about that because, I mean, I'm sure they do, but I would totally make a lot of money. Um, But also in the D.C. area, I got thrust into doing hard news that I've never done it before. And it was a very tumultuous time for those many years. Well, you know, in the time that I did it with the elections and all of the things. So doing that in DC was very scary. But hey, I did the damn thing. So I haven't really gotten into a lot of that area, aside from Bravo and Vanderpump Rules on the podcast, but I do kind of miss it. But I didn't want to do just regular like celebrity interviews or just regular recaps. I was like, well, I always want to make it about me, my we got this army and whoever wants to listen to that goodness. Um, But I came up with the idea for Riley's Cup of Tea because I like spreading the tea. I like chatting about it. And you guys are constantly sending me like clips of interviews or things going on with Bravo, especially because that's my crack. Um, But I thought I would involve you guys you guys be like the celebrities or you guys tell me your thoughts on things. Tell me the tea. Tell me what you think about like stories. I have a couple of them coming up in the next couple of weeks. I have one about an anti-Taylor Swifty, which I think is cool. We're going to talk Yellowstone and I'm going to torture Marshall in that. But I wanted to start off with my We Got This Army that's been with me through this whole podcasting journey from jump. I sent out the email to them this week and asked them what they thought about it. So most of the first lineup of interviews army we got this army which makes me so happy because I chat with you you know guys all the time in email and on DMs all the time and it's just why not bring it into the microphone so for this first one that we're going to do today I have one of my absolute favorite OG we got this army I call her my queen of snark, which is totally Bravo worthy. Like I really think that that could be its own show and who knows, maybe it will be, but she's been around. She listened to me in terrestrial radio. She listened to the show, the Kane show, like in, since time forgot. So she is down and I love the way that she doesn't mince words at all. It's very up my alley. Little Miss really Riley over here, but you know, Angie, I'm sitting here talking shit about you. Hi, my queen of Stark. How are you? Hey, good. <laughs> so I know that you were a little like bugged out to do this because you're like, e, a lot of times I have unpopular opinions about stuff. But then again, that was, that's what makes us get along. So I was like, you'd be perfect for this situation. Um, true or false that you reluctantly got hooked on Vanderpump Rules because of moi? Yes, yeah, you can
1: think um, the stag being on strike with no TV coming out. I hopped on board.
0: Um, well, I'll take it, you know. But so, you never like no Bravo before that, just Vanderpump Rose was like, I popped your Bravo cherry.
1: Yep, I don't think I've ever watched anything on there before, I don't even have cable. Oh
0: my god, I love it! It makes honestly that just makes me feel so good inside that I have trapped another person into this darkness because literally. It's all I watch. besides, you know, when, because all of our shows are gone too, by the way, like Yellowstone, we need you back. Like Stranger Things, we need you back. Like right now it's Bravo and like what? Not much else. So, but I'm okay with that because I've been a Bravo crack addict for a long time. So (laughs) the other day you messaged me and said that you had gotten through all of the seasons of Vanderpump Rules, which really fast, by the way, like how long did it get you to get from like season one to done? Um,
1: I want to say I started around the holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas Mm -hmm. time. Um, but I'm, I'm lucky. Like I work from home. So if it's quiet with work or whatever, I could throw it on in the background. So I did more listening than watching. Right. And then, you know, going to bed and the husband was playing video games. I'd sneak the TV on before he came to bed and watch some more. So I got hurt quick.
0: I did. Honestly, I was expecting it to take longer. But I want to get into a few things. Because when I asked you when it was done, what you thought about the whole Scandaval situation? If you're living in a rock, you don't know what it is. So I'll give you a really quick synopsis. Um, basically, these couple has been together for nine years. They bought a house together. No plans to get married or have kids because Ariana, the female, didn't want to. Tom Sandoval wanted that at one point, was begging for it at one point. He cheated on her with her best friend, um, castmate, Rachel, was Raquel at the time, but now she calls herself Rachel, um, in the nastiest of ways. Like, he was fucking her in their house while she was mourning her grandmother, like in their bed, like just ick, just yuck, 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 yuck. Um, And then after all of this fallout went down, Rachel, Raquel, whoever she is, went to a facility called the Meadows for, you know, mental health. And he thought that they were still going to be together. They're not currently together right now. She has a podcast where she's spilling all of the tea. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about this before. But I'm not so I'm not gonna go too far into it. But Angie, when I asked you like what you thought about the whole situation, you're like, Riley, I have a little bit of an unpopular opinion. So I kinda want to hear that unpopular opinion because I don't really think in the grand scheme of life it's that unpopular per se. So tell me what you said, what you thought about like the scandal cheating situation
1: So yeah, so I kind of took it back to, a, you know, a little bit of personal experience from previous relationships. Don't we all? I feel like, I feel like we've all gotten in that where, you know, you don't feel like they're attracted to you anymore. You know, the sex life is gone and it's, why am I here? I'm not feeling appreciated. Mm-hmm. So like, I understood that with Tom a little bit, right? Like, yeah. so, you know, you're not getting that at home I do not condone cheating. So I'll start that right there. I do not think it, but it takes a strong person to, you know, have somebody approach you, you know, you look good. And, you know, you get all these feelings like, Oh, you know, I am still attractive, but hold on, pump the brakes. I'm taken. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom clearly was not strong enough to do that, but I kind of placed blame a little more on Raquel, Rachel, whatever she's going by today, because, Mm -hmm. you know, she was the best friend and, if yeah. my best friend's guy approached me and, you know, I've had him come talk to me about issues in it. It never once gave me the momentum to be like, Hey, I'm going to manipulate you. I'm going to come on to you and I'm going to do this behind my best friend's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I almost kind of lay more blame on her than Tom. Cause I mean, we all know Tom is kind of weak and kind of out there and bratty anyway.
0: So you very much. So, so.
1: yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of, You know, he should have been able to say no, yes, but we know he's not strong. No. But she pounced, she took her opportunity and did that behind her, quote unquote, best friend's back. And I think that is the definition of trash. Uh,
0: Agreed. So here's the thing. like Everybody wants to be very careful because Rachel's going through this mental health journey and blah, 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 blah And bravo to her for doing that. I'm not making fun of that in any way, shape, or form because we all know I am still on my mental health journey, probably will be for the rest of my life, had a lot of therapy. So I commend that part, however, comma. I am that way where it's just like, if you are a, if I'm even acquaintances with you, like your, your hot dog comes nowhere near my taco. Ever like a yep. best friend of mine now? If you dated ten years ago, you're you have the plague. I I know. I mean, I, if I wasn't married, you you still have the plague. Like absolutely not. Yeah. So yeah, no. It's still Rachel now because she's you know she's got her Rachel Goes Rogue podcast and she is like spilling all the tea about Sandoval and how he was the one that just made her feel special and it, it, he isolated her to a sense and a space where she had nobody but him. And I do believe he kind of did that to her. But if you back it up a little bit, she came on the scene with James Kennedy, which I kind of honestly got to admit, I love him now. He was a twat for a long time, but yes. it was just like, what is this pageant girl doing with him? And it seemed like she was the girl with the DJ and they get engaged. And I remember thinking when they broke up, like, damn, that was really easy for her to walk away. Because given all the shit that she put up with from him, and how he treated her, and she took it, okay, I just, this sounds terrible of me. And again, given that I had, you know, my latest podcast, or at least couple of podcasts talking about my, you know, physical abuse journey with my ex-fiance and whatever, I'm not downing her for leaving. But in the moment before I knew any of this, I thought, that was way too easy that she just left him. And if you yeah. go down the rabbit hole, there are clips of her and Sandoval flirting while they were still engaged. Like, Sandoval planned their fucking engagement party and supposedly he, like, paid for it all. So there's levels of how sick this is. Yeah. but I do, do we know? where Was that going on then when they got engaged? Do we know? See, that is the rumor. Nobody... Has confirmed it for sure. I'll send you this clip that I'm talking about because it's on TikTok where they were at this party. It's the one where Raquel passes out on the floor and James is like, oh, she looked like a beautiful doll or whatever. And if if you, in the clip that it slowed down, Rachel, Raquel, whatever, is looking at Sandoval going, hi, like mouthing that words. And he looks at her and gives her like the, like, that's like handshake, like, chill it out, like, not right now. So oh. to me, it was, yeah, like when you see the clips in the season before everything broke where he gives her a fucking pair of Chanel sunglasses for her birthday. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit how close we are. If anybody if Marshall ever gave somebody Chanel sunglasses, like I'd be like, "When did you fuck?" Like, what? Uh-uh. I think So, I think I
1: cheated and had a little bit of a one-up cuz remember I was catching up and yeah. not watching live and I knew the the "Quote unquote," scandal happened. So I think I even messaged you, was like, "Okay, I'm starting the season. I'm looking for the signs. I'm looking for the yep. signs." So I actually, because I had it in my head, saw it from the beginning of the season Did starting. You? Really? Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, I could tell by the way they looked at each other, were secretive about things, and you know when she was coming on to Schwartz, I, I even told you I was like, "She's coming on to Schwartz as a cover."
0: Ugh. And that moment is just blah blah, blah, blah. Like that kiss. She's ugh. trying to take the attention away yeah. from
1: her and Sandoval. Yeah.
0: So I yep. get I get especially like what you said about Sandoval by like there was no sex supposedly for two years. When I think about it in Ariana's standpoint, it's like I wouldn't want to touch him the way he was treating her in the situation. Like for me, I always say this. I say this to Marshall. If you know you're not hitting it in the brain cylinders, the taco downstairs is not getting sauced. We're not there. Yep, absolutely not. Like it dries. It's the fucking Sahara Desert. So, in Ariana's standpoint, it's like, yeah, you guys didn't have sex for two years, but then they said in the reunion that that month that they all found out about it, Sheena said this in the reunion, that they were very intimate that month. And if you watch Raquel's face, you're yeah. like, she's like, what? So he was dipping yep. in both ponds. Disgusting. You know, like, ew, and you damn what, like it, ew. So then I wanted to ask you your thoughts about him videoing her on FaceTime while they were doing some deeds. Cause he says later to her, she says it in her podcast that when she said, Why? did you why she asked him why'd you film me without me knowing and he said well because I wanted you to know how beautiful you are oh and Raquel yeah he said that to Raquel oh, I didn't hear that yeah she said she asked so here's what's even further down the line it's so shitty of him is that and this is a different like this could be a whole different podcast about how men and women get treated on Bravo in the entertainment industry because we all know how I feel about that but yeah Apparently Stassi Schroeder, who used to be on the show, came out and said that she asked him that, which she talked about in her podcast, like on camera. This was a film. This was a scene that were going to put in. And Tom had such a fucking fit and said, if you don't take that out, I will never film with you again. And they did because it would have made him look so bad. He's just like he's dangerous, I feel like. Well, there was even the time in the
1: season, too, when they were talking, and I feel like I, it's not quote for quote, but they went to hug each other, and she was like, I wish I could kiss you, but there's cameras around. So he he clearly groomed her to mm-hmm. not be this way in front of cameras, which would make sense with that video where she mouthed hi to him, and he kind of waved her off, like, not now.
0: Mm-hmm. And the thing of it is, is like I don't really like Marshall and I are six and a half years apart, so age stuff to me is just like whatever i mean he's granted like 10 years older than her maybe a little bit more he's 40 she's 27 so yeah and you would think that he's like the the, the veteran cast member so a lot of people want to depend that on him but i agree with you that she did like pounce in that it's like okay things weren't working out with james but she needed her new avenue into bravo and being a principal she needs cast. to stay relevant yes So what do you think about this? What do you think the real reason is why she didn't come back to the show?
1: Because everybody hates her and she's not relevant in that way anymore.
0: That, but I also think it was money. Because in the beginning of all their interviews, after all the fallout happened, they were just talking money, money, money. Ariana's getting all these endorsements. Tom Sandoval's got his Most Idiots tour. And I'm not saying a damn thing about this. She was talking about money so much that I got disgusted. I'm like, that's why you didn't come back. Because someone also asked her on her podcast today, why are you still watching the season that you're not on if you're so moved on and talking about it? And she's like, well... I feel like I'm still, like, a principal, like, cast member, but I'm not on the show because, like, they're still talking about me. Uh, I don't really think there's one thing about that girl, honestly, that's innocent. I really don't.
1: No, I think she displays typical, you know, narcissistic behavior, too. Like, Mm -hmm. it's everybody else's fault she did this, right? She's playing the victim and all of this when she's never once taken accountability for she was wrong regardless of what aspect you look at it she
0: was wrong the both of them do that they'll both say I'm sorry but I'm sorry but like if you got to put a big old fat ass right after you're sorry I don't want it and like being someone that's been in media for a long time and I don't watch my mouth anymore but had to for a long time I still kind of do because I don't want to get sued for certain things but it just bugs me a little bit that Sandoval now right now is still on this train of playing victim to me and getting paid so much money for it and hey I can't hate it because I'm watching it I'm doing podcast about it but I wonder if going forward there should be some sort of like parameters for castmates in a sense like you need a license in this world to do every damn thing except be a parent and be a bravo liberty I just wonder if there's some sort of like background check you should have and not be able to do like if you have this under your belt you shouldn't be allowed to get paid all this money but then again would that make reality TV uninteresting at that point
1: right it it might be um, if it's really reality
0: <laughs> it's not. I, I mean honestly though I think is blown up I as think it, some of it is yeah like this one you can't make this shit up it's just no. like there's definitely reality TV to it but do you think that some of the castmates this season are kind of switching their alliances just to be relevant. <clears throat> Sheena.
1: Um. After this last week's episode, um. Last week. Yeah. Yeah, I find it interesting, but you know, going into that too, I was going to ask. You know, how do you think about Ariana being if you're friends with him, you're not, you're dead to me type thing? Because yeah. <laughs> So I I, I kind of feel bad for them too because they're not making it easy for him, but they were friends for a really really long time, and mm-hmm. if she is able to get through it to him, maybe I I just I do feel like she has every right to be mad. Yeah, but I do feel like she's kind of it's like playing she... the situation to favor her yeah. and like well you know the shorts. If you're going to stay friends with him, you're dead to me. And he did Schwartz 32. Like, their business almost went under mm-hmm. because of all of the scandal ball stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And I don't think swords is as innocent as he plays. I think he knew about that for a long time. I think they both have their secrets in the closets, and they, like, keep them close to the chest. I think that he knew. I think it's shitty, you know, because he cheated on his marriage. So he just, like, it's like another day in paradise for him. But yeah. Ariana does have that, like, queen vibe going on a little bit. To be fair, yes. if... Marshall would never but like you know if an ex cheated on me holy shit would I ever put the crown on and have the queen vibes after I got over it got a new man and got a bunch of endorsements and got on fucking Broadway yeah I would have that energy but my philosophy about what you said about like is it fair that she's saying you got to be friends with me or nothing um I do say this in relationships and friends, the person that forces you to choose should not be the person that you choose. Agreed. Like, yeah, like, I, like, a lot of times people have always said, like, you know, I don't listen to your former show. I'm like, it's okay if you do. You know what I mean? If that was your staple for a long time, I'm not expecting you to just switch it off because of me. Like, that, no. It's not the same thing. But the way that, like, I understand not want to be in the same circle, but you live in the same house as him. You're on a show with him. You're contractually. That was my next question. When do you, when do you give up and let him buy you out? Aha. So here's something that I was actually going to talk to you about because (laughs) I put this, Oh, see, this is why I love you so much. So if you guys don't know, they were squabbling back and forth about the house. Sandoval was saying, I'll buy you out. Get out. Ariana. This is where her like not so healed bratty side came out. Can't say that I would do different though. Is she saying like, I don't want you to have it. Like, you broke the home. Why should I get out? I don't think she wants to stay there either, but she doesn't want him to have their palace after he did all this shit. And then, what, it's going to appreciate, and he's going to sell it for millions of dollars later. So apparently it says he's denying tom sandoval is denying ariana Madix's request that they sell their shared la home and split the profits per court documents so they went to court over this he alleges that she's failed to state a cause and of action in her january lawsuit and that she did not act reasonably or in good faith when filing it uh so they were together for nine years i don't know what the laws are in in la like do they still do that common law marriage business I don't know. And I don't know how many years it is. Seven. At least in Florida, that was when I was growing up. So okay. apparently, uh, they're talking about damages or whatever. So, okay. A partition of the home is granted, Sandoval says. Receive an accounting compensatory. Jo- oh, okay. Here we go. In a partition of the home, if a partition of the home is granted. So I guess if they sell it, Sandoval argues that he should receive an accounting and compensatory adjustment. Comp, I can't talk today. Compens- he wants compensation. Adjustments for the repairs and improvements he made to the home to enhance the value per this document. Ew. Okay. So I, I cheat on you. I fuck your best friend while you're mourning your grandmother. I want you to sell the house that we bought together that was like our big thing that they both put money into and he now wants her to pay him back for upgrades he did to the house while they live there. What?
1: Um, but if they were living and paying together, did he fully pay for him, or did she help pay for the upgrades too? And that—that's yeah. where it gets sticky. Yeah,
0: I mean, but that's the thing is when you're living together, like that's like if you get me a boob job while we're together, do you want the boobs back? Like, if yeah. what you're gonna get <laughs> that money back based on the sale of the house. So they bought That's why them. you don't put your name on a house with someone you're not married to, oh because God. in the in the eye of the law, it's 50-50. I know. I would never, ever. Absolutely not. I mean, I, to- I always tell Marshalls, like, I had a baby before you, I was engaged before you, but I never got married before you. I never bought a house before yeah. you. But, like, the real shit, not that having a baby isn't, anyway. um, But I guess the house is two it would in 2019 it was 2.75 million so they're bravo liberties they've got money but that's not chump change at all for anybody right and okay so she says we looked at Pixar uppers but we both looked at turnkey places and given the time of when we moved in i'm so glad that we chose where we chose and we didn't have to do anything or any of that fun stuff we would have been screwed honestly so what fucking upgrades is he talking about that he did that he's owed so much money I feel like he's just trying to well, not her even again. that. How long did they go with no furniture? I know. <laughs> oh, and speaking of furniture, take down <laughs> that life size fucking mural of the two of you. Like, take it down. I would have put paint all over it. Like, I would have gone there with a yeah. blowtorch and gotten rid of it. And that damn penis yeah. flute that he's got, too. I just. <laughs> I thought they broke that. And he had his assistant glue it back together. That's right. That's right. Is that That's a awesome. lawsuit waiting to happen? And side note, that assistant doesn't work for them anymore. That poor girl, oh my god. There's not I felt so uncomfortable for
1: her. Yeah,
0: there's no there's not any amount of money to work for well, maybe no. (laughs) I just ugh he's just so cringe. But yeah. And so back to some of the castmates. Sheena. Sheena has bothered me for years. Like I never liked her. Like back in the day when the thing first started when Vanderpump rules came around, it was the big thing she cheated on. Or she hooked up with Brandi Glanville's ex-husband, Eddie Cibrian, I think his name was. So she was, as she calls herself, the original home-wrecking whore. So I thought after her breakup with Mike Shea, her ex-husband, she had kind of turned to leave. Like when she got with Brock, even though Brock had his issues with kids, and I don't like that whole not seeing your kids situation, whole other podcast for another time. But I thought like she was really turning it around. And when I saw how she stuck up for Ariana at the end of the Scandal season, I was like, okay, you might have grown up. You know, you're a mom now. You've got your own shit. And side note, her podcast is actually pretty good. Coming from somebody that gets really fucking annoyed with, like, celebrities just having a podcast just because they can, she's actually really good. She had a degree in journalism. I've never know, listened. I didn't know that she had nice thing going we get you hooked on. But <laughs> she <laughs> she's actually pretty good. I, I just... I was really proud of how she was like, I'm going to miss you, Tom, but I can't be around you because of what you've done. Now that it feels like her story is kind of going to the back waves. She's like, I miss the friend he used to be. And I just, I think she's a flip flopper. I really do. You can, but I mean, I can
1: understand too, like how many of our friends, you know, that we're not close to anymore. We miss how they used to be. Mm-hmm. But when do you realize that they're not who they used to be? So you're really not friends with them anymore. And
0: it's kind of grieving, right? Yes. And it's like, he talks so much shit about her. She was talking so much shit about him. Like, I get it. You got to make a buck. You got to get those downloads on your podcast, boo. I'm right there with you. However, it's like, uh, I get that she was reaching out to him because his friend died, but... Her all of a sudden in wanting to be in his life again it, like I'm excited for the next episode that I haven't seen, which they when they go to the like boating excursion, where is it like Tahoe or something like that? I'm excited to see how yeah. that goes down because even Lala, like tomorrow night? I think so. Yes, I should know this, but <laughs> um, even Lala feels to me like she's flip flopping a little bit because she was not she always though, yeah, like so I told you this in the first, in the beginning because you were telling me, like, you're like, Lala, I can't stand her. I can't. know. And I was like, I said the same thing at first, but then she grows on you. And I admire her journey of everything that she's going through, even if she did ask for it a little bit herself. I'm not talking about sobriety and I'm not talking about getting cheated on. I'm just saying, like, you know, when you dance with the devil, you get, you know, you, you get a little dirty yep. sometimes. Um, and I'm not saying she deserves some of the stuff that she's gone through at all. But I was... Drawn to her because I was like okay you're a strong Bitch you probably have some trauma issues right There with you Um, but then When she texts Rachel At the end of the first episode I was Like what production Person told you to do that and Why are you doing it Lisa No, Lisa didn't tell her to. I thought maybe Lisa did. Oh, so they had a conversation, but she she brought that conversation up. That she was like, well, I understand her and I understand what it is to be her. And I'm like, okay, maybe you ignored some stuff and the money and the flash of Randall were great. So you were semi the other woman, but you were not fucking him in their bed while she was off mourning her grandmother. I know I need to let that go, but I can't. It's like... Yeah it wasn't the same thing. And I felt like that was a, like a power move for her to get more screen time to do that. I don't think that yeah. she likes Rachel at all. I think that she would smack her in the face and call her a Bambi-eyed bitch again, six ways to Sunday if she could hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But she never liked her. Um, I I think you were right about the screen time. And then like, I want to rewind back to Sheena a little bit, reaching out to him and, mm-hmm. you know, bringing this up. It was partly because of lisa correct what do you feel again i'm not dodging anybody we all have our mental health issues hello go to counseling every two weeks um to help my sanity um how did you feel and i'm not saying this was a publicity stunt for him because i'm not in his head but knowing what lisa just went through oh my god and saying he almost took his life to her like I felt like that was really tacky of him because now he's got her spiraling and going back to dark places. And it's just to me, it seemed a little attention grabby because everybody was against him. Mm hmm. Um, and that's why Sheena is now reaching out because that made Lisa go to her and Lala about it. And Mm. so how, how did you feel about that scene? I, I cringed a little bit. I'm going to
0: admit. 100%. And I know that we are probably united in this and you can at me if you feel like it. Um, that I immediately just went, now I will preface this and I will handle this with kick gloves in a little bit of a way. Nobody ever saying that should just be brushed off and not paid attention to ever.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, like my husband's had people, you know, commit suicide in that way. Friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I've known friends, distant friends that have done that, but I'll just say this. I have had people use their mental illness and I don't want to say threaten, but dangle that type of carrot to me personally Mm -hmm. to get attention and that pisses me the fuck off because of the yeah. fact that I... And that's a- how
1: I felt with him. Yes. I felt it was more attention grabby than, than sincere because, again, I too have known people that have succumbed to suicide. I have people that have lost their children to it and it's, it's, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like the ones that talk about it in that aspect yeah, and that- just come out and say it usually aren't the ones really... Feeling
0: it. Right. I mean, I can't say that for 100% sure. I'm not a psychiatrist or whatever. So it's right. not us sitting here like trying to damper any of that at all. It's right. just Lisa said it herself that she was like, in the beginning of all this, when he was saying he was so depressed and he was so down, that, you know, if you ever have any these sad thoughts, Sandoval, you have to come to me. And he's like, that's not me. I would never do that. And it's just like, given who Sandoval is, now granted, I will just play devil's advocate here to be fair and respectful of the topic we're talking about in terms of mental health that, you know, there's a lot of celebrities out there that were the happiest people in the world that ended up committing suicide because that was their mask. So Robin Williams, exactly. I was just going to say that it, it, you know, it's perfect example. And it's like, you would never like want to just, eh, you would not, you wouldn't, but
1: no, it's, the in that, the situation, it seemed attention-grabby. I, I, I hope it. I hope it's case, not. 100%. Was it's like, because I never want somebody to feel that way, well, regardless of how shitty they are.
0: Right, exactly. Here's the thing that made me also think that it was not genuine at all, because Rachel is now talking on her Rachel Goes Rogue podcast of when she was in the meadows the mental health facility while they were deciding whether or not he was gonna come back to Vanderbilt she was gonna come back to Vanderbilt, rules. They were still together at this point, that he would get very angry with her. These are her words that I'm paraphrasing, but that if she didn't call him every like couple of days, he would get upset with her and he would gaslight her and say, I can't believe that you would rely on this place. Like you've never relied on anything. You should be home with me. Like basically While she's in a mental health facility, making her feel weak for relying on the place that's getting mental health. So to me, when I hear that, pending that it's true, you know, because we've been saying how Rachel is not exactly the most trustworthy human, but these are what she's saying. If that's true. I can see that, though. I could, too. 100%. His smile to me is just schemy. Like, it reminds me so much of a friend that used to wear a cowboy hat. Like, <laughs> just, you can feel it. Like, these one of those humans. If you're an empath and you've been through trauma, it's kind of like, you don't want to believe they're that icky, but you know that they are. And that is a new level of low. And that also, too, like, is what I mean by shouldn't there be some sort of parameters to the level of scum you have to be to be a celebrity on Bravo? Like, I mean, I'm not saying all of them are. I'm I'm a big fan. And I look up to Bethany Frankel, even though I think that she's kind of gotten too big for her britches lately. But that was just yuck to me when I saw that because she lost a brother to suicide. And,
1: and recently.
0: Yeah. And it's like, Lisa's not, a Lisa's a tough nut to crack. You know what I mean? For her to stop in her tracks, she's always the one, like, stiff upper lip, like, you know, come on, darling, like, stop it, stop it, get it together, you know, <laughs> get your shit together, darling. Her. You know, I do too. I mean, boss lady. But
1: I think... She's like the mama bear, right? She'll, she'll yeah. be as sweet and take you under her arm, but if you fuck up, like, she's mm-hmm. going to let you know.
0: Yeah. And I think that... She's a little bit lost her voice of reason with them because, you know, it's Vanderpump Rules. It's her name. She's an executive producer on the show, but they're all making money now. and They're not going to get rid of any of them, but they all still look up to her. Sandoval, they're in business together, right? However, be it like that he owns what, like 9% of the TomTom? Or something, you know. Is it even still going? Because I thought it was partially going under when all this happened. So, Tom Tom was their business before that. That Van, they okay. So, oh, oh that's yeah. right. It was the, the
1: Schwartz one. Yeah. So I
0: think Schwartz yeah. and Sandys is actually doing well now. To be honest with you, because I mean, people are going to boycott it for a while, but then it's like they get curious. Cancel culture. Yeah, <laughs> it's cancel culture, and they get curious about it. I think Tom yeah. Sandoval is like. He would not get so much damn flack if he would just be like, "Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I need to work on me." Like the conversation he had with James Kennedy, where James Kennedy actually went to him, and I think James Kennedy's blowing this a little bit up too much too, because yes, they were mates. But if I was, t- I was, if I was James Kennedy's girlfriend, Allie, whom I adore by the way, yeah, I wouldn't want to hear all this shit with like you betrayed me, you hooked up with Raquel. Then again, if they were engaged when that happened, I yes, I would probably be pissed. Anyway, that aside. I feel like when they had that sit down and he was like, are you going to apologize to me for the ultimate betrayal? And Tom Sandoval's like, what? Like what you did 10 years ago. Like I'm not saying that's forgivable because if somebody hooked up with my person in my bed with my condoms that he keeps saying, yeah, you you dead to me. Yeah. There would have been But they were they were besties recently since that, you know? So it's like yeah. you can't Classic sign of a narcissist when you'll bring up old wounds that should have been dealt with later or like early, you know, in a different situation just to have a knife in the fight. Like in today's courtroom, if you go in for a case and you have like previous cases against this person, you're not allowed to bring up that old shit in the courtroom. Nope. You know, like you're not allowed to do that. Nope, we already dealt with that one. So, yep. James kind of But I kind of
1: thought different of that.
0: Did you? Uh,
1: a little bit. I didn't think. Tom was saying it as in a, well, you did it to me so I could do it to you. I think he was using it as a like, hey, like you can only be so hard on me about this and talk so much shit about this Mm. because you did it too, 10 years ago and I I let it go.
0: Okay. No, you know what? If there was one. I kind of took it as that. Yes. Yes. But his tone, maybe it was like the tone. Like if he said it, like you said it, I'd have heard that differently. You know what I mean? Because I'm all about examining yeah. the why and figuring it out. It was just very much like this: I'm not going to acknowledge what I did. I'm just going to spit it back on you. And James Kennedy, we all know he's five, peeing on his bush yeah. when he's leaving. Whatever. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> I think James Kennedy does get hurt really a lot. And he was also 20 when he did that. He's 30 something now. 96. Yeah, six. Yeah. God, twenty-year-old Riley, you would hate her for real. And and let's
1: keep it real. Tom was cheating on Kristen with Ariana at that point.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Trying to act all but her Nobody's innocent here. No, they're all so incestuous, but it's good TV. But so the one that we have not touched upon yet is your boy Schwartz. We talked about him for a second. What do you think of him still being like so ride or die for Tom?
1: Um, I'm not surprised because right. I've always looked at Schwartz being weak, very minded, very. Um, he's easily persuadable. Like ugh, everybody's turning his back on him. I can't be the one to do that too. Mm-hmm. He has nobody else. Because I mean, look at all the times with Katie when he never took her back <laughs> on things. He kind of tends to follow his own path and his loyalties aren't really in line
0: with how they should be. Do you know why? I why think, she divorced them? Yes. Which thank God for her. Do you know why I think Schwartz won't give up on him? Because he has too many skeletons in his closet that Sandoval has the key to.
1: Oh, hundred percent. I, I totally agree with you there. They, they know too much about each other. Mm-hmm. To where they could both probably bury each other. Yeah, and I think that's so why. What are they? What's the saying? To keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Oh God, yeah.
0: Like, and that's the thing. That's why I think later on in the season we find out how he made out with Sheena, which is like, whoop. Excuse me, what? Like Sheena, you gross. Like when did when did he make out with Sheena? So I missed that. That was it. Hasn't happened yet. That's in Ford Bravo years or whatever. Like that they. Talked about it in one of the promos that it was just like, oh, you want to know what happened? Like, I made out with Sheena and people don't know that. And Lala's like, excuse me, what? Oh, a whole nother level there, too. I was like, oh my God. Like, and that was apparently while he was married with Katie. Well, at least that's what the promo says. But I think that might be why he's leaking some of those things. Cause at the time he was kind of on the outs with Sandoval. But yeah, I just think that, yeah, I think that like, a lot of people that I, <laughs> I used to be very close with and, you know, do work with, like, there, there's, like, alliances <laughs> there that it's just, like, there's yeah. not real family, not real friends. Let me take that back. I do think that they've got history, sorted and fucked up. I do think that they care about each other. I really do. There's, like, there are those friends that come along where it's just yin and yang and you don't, you don't get a new opportunity to make old friends. Not like that. Yeah. So, I get that part kind of, and they're business partners in a couple of businesses together too. So there's that. But I do appreciate how he's sort of manning up and being like, dude, that's not going to look good for you. This isn't going to be good. But I feel like Schwartz needs to not be his cheerleader. You can be his friend. You can be there for him, but you don't have to have his back when he's being an idiot.
1: Yeah. I mean, because that's really what real friends are, right? I mean, yeah, for instance, you and I, we're close, mm-hmm. but we're also close enough to have been like, Riley, dude, that was that was stupid. Like, yes, what are you doing? Dude, like, that's so. what a real friend is, 100%, right? 100%,
0: yes. like,
1: Not like, oh, it's okay. Like, he was going through a
0: hard time. Ew. Like,
1: no, Riley, get your shit together. Exactly. Like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> you know, it's like as much of a bulldog as I am. I like people in my corner that are like, no, 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 no girl, stop it. Stop it. You know, like my best friend in the whole world, who is my bridesmaid, and my maid of, matron of honor at my wedding, she's known me since I'm 19, when I was a fucking mess. She'll literally look at me when I'm doing something stupid and shake her finger and go, um, uh-uh. you know, like those people in your life that can be like, you're being dumb. Yeah. Last time I did that to somebody, I ended up getting losing my job. But it's yeah. like, if you have yes people, and I've talked about this in all seriousness in a mental health standpoint before. Yes, people around you, all of the fucking time. That's dangerous mm-hmm. as hell, especially where fame and money are involved. Dangerous as hell, because yep. at the end of the day, he blew up a life. They had children on ice, which I need to know. Yeah. Did he fertilize said children, or? Because in the promo, they were fighting about that too. She's like, "I'll go to court with you over my children." He's like, "Your children." I was like, "Wait a minute." As far as I knew, they were. I just thought eggs.
1: I heard her say they weren't fertilized yet. So why the
0: fuck is he because fighting over wh- it? What was it something that... Um, he wasn't able to stop drinking long enough to go fertilize him? <laughs> no, it was just recently, I think, in one of the episodes, someone brought it up. Oh. And she said, no, they're
1: not fertilized yet. But I'm wondering if he did the donation and they might belong to her to use however she wants. Because know. I've, I've known when people donate, Like if he donated them directly to her they might be her property.
0: Oh.
1: And I only say that because I've known people to go through this fertilization process. Wow. And and IVF and stuff that they don't have to fertilize them right away. They're probably frozen. Too. And I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I feel like I've had this conversation with a friend of mine and um, he didn't donate them to a bank to where they're just there, right? Whatever. So I think once he does the transfer, for her i i think they might belong to her
0: oh my god and i could be wrong i could be wrong but i think they could fucking juicy would that be see this is why i love you woman you're so much smarter than i am i swear to god like my we got this army is the best (laughs) because that is a juicy piece of information this is why yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. This is Riley's cup of tea, friends. Ah, that just made me so yeah, excited. Yeah, they might
1: be in her little freezer bin, but not fertilized. <laughs> Damn, dude. Okay. I mean, can you imagine if she but has like? Like, the why power? is he really that upset about it? Cause because he's single. Do you all... think even if she could, like, she would use them?
0: Hell no. 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 But I don't. <laughs> I do not want that father in my Right. Little a lot. Like I also too. Like I don't know what you. That's a whole other podcast. Like, what do you do with unused? eggs and sperm like you can't make a scramble an omelet you know like what do you do with that shit but uh, throw them in the trash where they belong <laughs> right take them off of ice and throw it in the garbage but yeah. do I think that Sandoval has the opportunity to redeem himself going forward no because no. he will always be a punchline and he will always be chasing that level of fame that really wasn't as big as he thought like that like, I did that whole podcast about him, the O.J. Simpson, George Floyd thing. Mm-hmm. <gasps> like, that, ew. Just, <laughs> I think that, I really do hope, honestly, from a human level, that he does get some real help. I really do. I hope he stops if he's crying wolf. Because it does be, it does become crying wolf if you say it to amen- enough people and then don't do something about it. That's my big yeah. Achilles heel. Like I'm down to be there for people. But if I see you just talking about it and then not doing something about it, that's when you're abusing me and I got to go. Because um, especially like m- mental health is hard, right? Right. And it's hard for the average Joe like
1: you and I. Um, mm-hmm. There's roadblocks for it, right? It's, it's it's either too expensive or we've exhausted all options. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have those roadblocks. No. So there's no excuse for him to not be reaching out. Because even if it's mental health, there's all kinds of mental health issues. Like he's an addict of some sort, a sex addict, Mm -hmm. narcissistic. He needs to get his mind right.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is like, obviously, I do not condemn people for their addictions. You know, I've been through so many roads with that. Mm -hmm. But it is your responsibility to be a human and do something about it. Reach out. Like, well, not even Can't that. Help. Like, how many people
1: would have to tell you, you, you're dry now. You don't drink anymore. No. And that was a decision you made for yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's say you weren't, and it was still the problem and you hadn't realized it. How many people that were close to you, because they talked to Tom about it, would have to tell you, Riley, we're concerned there's a problem here before you wake up and say, oh my God everybody's distancing themselves, and it's because of me. I need to get help.
0: Mm -hmm. Like it's just a situation. I don't like people to hit rock bottom because that's a dangerous valley to be in a hundred percent because some people don't come out of that rock bottom, which we know talked about, you know, but he doesn't seem in a valley and I don't know what his thoughts are at night or whatever, but it just seems like, when he's talking to that billy chick oh my god it's just everybody yesing him and yesing him and yesing him it's like you really don't know what that feels like to have your to be betrayed like what like whatever ariana's brat vibes are right now i couldn't imagine feeling that fucking low like your life partner they weren't going to get married or have kids but this was like her forever and they bought a house together and they were in it I mean, I guess I do know what that feels like in a sense to be betrayed that way, but it's just, that's dark depravity and she picked herself up out of it and, you know, did her damn thing. I'm not downing him Mm -hmm. for doing well, like professionally. I'm downing him for using mental health as a diversion. I'm not downing Mm -hmm. him. I'm pointing out the obvious, maybe. (laughs) Maybe we both just have unpopular opinions right now, but... Girl, we got to do one of these again. Like, it's been an hour, and I love this. We have so many oh conversations
1: God. about Vanderpump. I'm here whenever you need me.
0: Hell yeah, my queen of snark. You know what? That's going to be your I love show to now. talk about
1: it. Yes. I love to talk about it with somebody because my husband's
0: like, you're watching what? Oh, I know. Marshall, <laughs> like, he plays a good sport, but he's like, you project after you watch that because I'll be like, if you fucking ever did that to But he's like, babe, hi. It's Marshall. It's me. But I love you so much Ow. for doing this with me. And you guys, um, if you're not part of the We Got This Army, what the fuck are you doing? Because they found out about this first. Um, but I also right. want to interview you guys, really podcast at gmail.com. If you've got anything you want to talk about, doesn't matter what it is. If it's Taylor Swift and her new song talking about she wants her boyfriend's last name, which, oh, God, we have to get into that. Um, anything. Um, the only thing I don't really want to get into is politics because, Yeah there's just the way that I put it is this way is that you know I have a police officer for a husband I have a son who's half black I am you know a <laughs> Latino woman and uh, who do you want to piss off today when you go there with that so that's probably <laughs> the only thing that I don't want to talk about but anything else let's do it but you guys I will talk to you tomorrow for ask Riley really Riley podcast at gmail.com if you have any of those or if you have to show me the ring and you can follow me on social really really podcast uh, house of w by riley there's so many and riley couture um but i hope you guys like this because this is going to be a new thing riley's cup of tea and angie i love you thank you for hanging love you like, thank you love you guys beloveds thank you for listening it's really riley